1: A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for the Roast of Tom Brady. Live, only on Netflix. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: Lucky?
2: Alright, welcome back to Chairgating. We've officially lost count of the episodes because we're so experienced now. We got a lot of changes in this episode, so let's just get right into it. All right, first and foremost, uh, I'm sure for any hardcore fans out there, you noticed that we changed the intro music. Uh, This was created by me, because I'm clearly a musical genius, and we clearly love It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mostly we did this because something called copyright infringement laws,
3: right Jay? I don't know if that's actually a thing. And also, you might notice that the sound sounds a little different. Uh, don't get used to it. This is probably just gonna be a one-time thing. Yep. Yeah, this
2: is a one-time thing. Uh, he is in Austin this weekend, or this week, completely unrelated to the podcast, of course. Uh, it's for some nerdy engineering function where, I guess, engineers get together and just talk about, like, nerdy engineer shit. I don't- is it something like Comic-Con? Is that-
3: Yeah, that's probably the closest thing you can compare it to.
2: Okay, so, Jay's here for Comic-Con. And uh, yeah, we're doing this live. This is a one and only time thing. So enjoy it. All right, so let's just jump right into our last week's results.
3: Who who's up? Who's up? I haven't even. I haven't you haven't even you haven't taken a look? No. Okay, so I tallied up the results from last week. You uh, you have one game on me. You had thirteen to my twelve. <laughs> uh, so that increases your lead. Uh, now it's seventy seven wins to seventy five wins for me. Okay. Um, all so, right, so that's that's the total so far.
2: So I'm just still killing it. You know what? I just want to point out, are you
3: sure it's not 12 wins for me? Um yeah, I mean, let me run through them real quick. Let's take a break. Yeah. Inter intermission.
2: All right, and we're back. I was wrong. The nerd was right with the numbers. Uh so yeah, I had
3: 13. I'm a genius. Lucky number thirteen. Yeah, I guess I could have just let you been right, and then I would have had one more game on you. But um, I'm a man of integrity. Yeah. Well. All let's... right. So I guess we can just run through the games for last week.
2: Yeah, we'll we'll run through them. Uh, Jay's complaining about being tired no. because of his nerdy thing. So he's like, "Oh, no, let's hurry up and record." It's uh, 8 o'clock God's time. I guess he's not used to God's time. He's used to that Eastern time. So. Still jet-lagged. Yeah, he's still jet-lagged after like five days of being here. So yeah, It takes a while. A lot of right. difference. Right, right, right. Okay, so let's start it off with the NC State game?
3: Yeah, I'll be glad to start there. Uh, that was a huge, oh! huge win. It's the Wolfpack. That was potentially a program-changing win, even though, I mean, I think Louisville is a down year for them. Clearly. Relatively speaking, just compared to last year, but... Uh, it really gave NC State a chance to, like, on national TV when no one else is playing, just to kind of show that they're a potential threat to Clemson in a few weeks. Um, obviously, they've got to make it through Notre Dame in two weeks, but um, yeah, I mean, their defense showed up, uh, stopped Lamar Jackson. I saw a lot of predictions that Louisville going to score a lot of points. Uh, NC State was really able to, to prove that their defense is legit, and then their offense has just stayed efficient and you know not turning the ball over. Ryan Finley still completing seventy percent of the passes. Um, yeah, it's just overall just a great win. A lot of confidence now going into to um, to Pittsburgh and then on to Notre Dame.
2: Yeah, I also want to point out. I know it's a big win for NC State's like program, but this is like Louisville's worst year, and I can't remember how
3: long. I mean, I think I think Louisville's worse than Wake Forest this year. Potentially, I mean. I still think Louisville's a good team. Like, they'll still win eight games or something. But they're not the, the sexy, although they won eight games last year. Yeah, I'm thinking more like seven.
2: Um, honestly, what Wake Forest plays Louisville in like two weeks, I think. I'm probably going to pick Wake on that one. Maybe. So, yeah, I mean, maybe. I'm not trying to take away from NC State's win. It's a good win. But that it's not what it would have been
3: last year. So. Okay, well, coming into the year... Uh, if you would have told me that NC State beats Florida State and Louisville within three weeks. That's true. I mean, that's a pretty big That's compliment. true. Okay.
2: So when you put them both together, I mm-hmm. think that also adds to it. Okay. So moving on over to the West Coast, uh, Boise State.
3: Yeah. Boise State beat BYU. We both called that one. Wow.
2: BYU is really bad.
3: Yeah. They're a lot worse than we expected. They're probably the most underachieving team. One of the most underachieving teams this year, I'd say.
2: Yeah. So, uh, so much for them being independent.
3: Yeah. Um, I don't know what else to say. It's just kind of not a good
2: year. <laughs> yeah, their they're worth is uh, starting to plummet. Um, they can't score. They can't stop anybody. Because I'm pretty sure, like, every year they talk about how, you know, they should be in a P5. This year is not helping that sale pitch.
3: No, I mean, typical years, they they've got an argument, but... I mean they're still sitting on one win, and that one win was a uh, two touchdown win over Portland State. Portland State. Yep. Portland before State. getting shut out by LSU. Who's, <laughs> that result looks a lot. That looks lot bad. Less now.
2: That looks really bad. Um, so we got that one right. Uh, Temple.
3: Yeah, it was an easy, easy, easy call.
2: Right. Yeah, they uh, uh, Temple's all right, and ECU's terrible.
3: Yeah, it was a uh, 34 to 10. Um, honestly, probably closer than I expected. I'm not sure why the spread was so close. I really... Well, Temple isn't that good this year. No, but, I mean, we've seen how bad ECU is. Right. So, yeah, not, not much else to say about that. Yeah. Easy pick. Um, Duke-Virginia, we both got this one wrong. Virginia's good. We, we should have saw this one coming, actually. Virginia's, yeah, sneakily good. Yeah, Virginia's right now 4-1 with that win over Duke. and I mean, it was only a touchdown win. Uh, but I mean that's a it's a decent quality win looking like Virginia is gonna go bowling this year I just want to throw out that there's
2: two kind of upset ACC teams right now that are definitely gonna go bowling that you wouldn't have expected ever and that is Virginia and Wake Forest
3: yeah just now, weird to think about looking I mean Virginia really needs to take advantage of these next three weeks uh, at UNC Boston College and then at Pitt because they close out the year. Georgia Tech, at Louisville, at Miami, and Virginia Tech. Oh, yeah. So they really need to get bowl-eligible with these next three weeks, or else it's probably not going to happen.
2: That uh, end-of-year rivalry with Virginia Tech will actually be pretty sweet this year.
3: Yeah, I don't expect too much competition, but... I think it will, because one, I mean, it's,
2: beat- it's a rivalry. Yeah. So they always kind of play to the level of the opponent, and... Virginia's pretty good this year. I know Virginia sucks really good, but, I mean, Virginia can put up a a fight against them. Yeah, I guess
3: it'll just be interesting. And it's at home. It's in Charlottesville. So, probably be a few uh, tiki torches. Um, They just like to party there. No, yeah, no inner Sandman. (laughs) Uh,
2: Definitely no no Sandman. Mm -hmm. Or any kind of
3: (laughs) other man. (laughs) Yeah, good one. Thanks. Uh, Moving on, Pitt. Speaking of Pitt and Syracuse, yeah, they played each other, and we both got that one right. Both, uh, both went with Syracuse. Yeah, Pitt's really bad. Yeah, it's uh, definitely a here for Pittsburgh.
2: Yeah, not much else to say. Pitt's I mean, just but really Syrac- bad. I mean, Syracuse is not great either. No, that's what I'm saying. That's that's why it's so bad. Like Syracuse is not a good team.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So yeah, Pitt bad. Uh, bet against Pitt. There you go. That's the, that's the hot take from that one.
3: Moving on to a big game. Uh, Miami-Florida State, very exciting game, and uh, closer than I expected, but right. I'm glad we both chose Miami. Well, I'm glad I did, at least. <laughs> uh, yeah, Florida State definitely hung in a lot a lot closer than I expected, and um, kind of impressed me.
2: Yeah, once again, I think it just goes back to the rivalry game. Mm-hmm.
3: I really don't
2: take anything from rivalry games,
3: so... This is always a game that's, that's been a fit for Miami, so maybe that was just, it was just they needed to get over this hump, and that's... Really, all it showed.
2: Yeah. No. Now they have to continue to win, though, because Miami has a tendency to start to fall apart this around this time of year. Well, it usually happens against Florida State. Right. That's true. And then it's like four consecutive losses after that. So it, they just need to keep it going. Aren't they playing Georgia Tech?
3: Yeah, that's, that's one of our picking games.
2: Yeah. See, that's uh, that's one it's of the games. Be a tough challenge. That's one of the games that they're, they either they're gonna win and continue winning, or they're gonna lose and just like hit a wall like they always do.
3: Well, I mean, not to look ahead too far, but immediately following Georgia Tech is Syracuse and then North Carolina. So Okay, never at mind. At least <laughs> if there's a little bit of bump, okay. they can like, make up for it. That's true. All right, I, I uh, revoke what I just said. Yeah, so good one for Miami, Mark Rick. Uh, off to a very hot start. Honestly, one of those uh, playoff sleepers right now. Yeah, maybe. No. I, mean, they, I mean, they control their own destiny. They're still undefeated. That's, man, that is a good point. I'm not saying they're... The favorite, but
2: you can't hey, count them out. yet.
3: that's true. There I actually,
2: there's a chance I haven't even thought about
3: that. That's yeah, weird. It's an interesting thought. Ew, <laughs> moving into the SEC, another exciting game LSU at Florida. A little bit of a heated rivalry based on the hurricane situation last year. And uh, we both got this one wrong. Just you cannot predict, I don't know if, if you can't predict Florida or you can't predict LSU, but you can't predict Florida. I think that's what it is. You can't predict Florida.
2: LSU's at least been consistent in how shitty they've been.
3: Well, I don't know. I mean, they looked decent against
2: Florida. Right. So, but Florida's just like up and down. So, I'm putting that one on Florida.
3: Yeah. Yeah, one point game, Um, 17-16. Edo keeping keeping his ass off the hot seat.
2: No, not really. (laughs) He's still on the hot seat. But he's just adding coaches to his hot seat, I think.
3: Heading to Auburn for an interesting interesting matchup. That is one of our, our picking games, so I'll save our discussion for that in a little bit. Okay. Um, moving north, Minnesota at Purdue. Uh, we split this one. I went Minnesota, you went Purdue. I have no idea why you picked Minnesota. Well, I was confident in their defense, and that was what we left with in our discussion last time, but. Um, now. Yeah, 31 17. Yeah, they've whooped them. Uh, per- Minnesota is not good.
2: And produce the... like I said earlier, Purdue's gonna be a pretty good team. That they're team in the Big Ten. This is not good bad, team.
3: though. I think they're bad. Uh, moving on, Tulsa at Tulane, the battle of the TULs. The
2: tall gold, green, golden, oceanic
3: devastations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we split this one again. We split the next few actually, uh, and I. Wow. This was. Quite the um, lopsided victory.
2: Yeah, I'm done. I'm done with you, Tulsa. Fuck you. I had was, your back early on this season, and you've embarrassed me.
3: Yeah, I went against my Golden Hurricane and didn't feel great about it, but 62-28 to 28 final score, um, moving Tulsa to 1-5. They're so bad. It's Yeah, it's been a disappointing season for them, to say the least.
2: Yeah, uh, always I'm going to bring everything back to Houston. I th- like there's a lot of games this year that Houston has to play that I'm just like always nervous about, but that one is I'm I'm so excited to get to play Tulsa
3: because yeah they just
2: they can't playing. do anything especially with our
3: our defense I mean I don't know if they'll score yeah it's weird because Phil Montgomery was kind of like that hot name uh, yeah. to move up into a power five school but at this point I mean it's it's definitely gonna raise some questions because his performance this season. You really can't – I mean, you at least have to win seven games in a G5 school to – I think so. But, like, one in five is – I mean, you, he's going to have to win out to – unless unless he just wants to stay down in, in Tulsa. <laughs> Forever. he yeah. die there. But, I mean, I don't even know if they'll be – if they'll have the patience.
2: That's true. I mean, it's the American. It's That's not it. like it's just a G5. Like, this is the American. They they will fire a coach if they be, don't Yeah, produce. that'd be
3: quite the flip just to go from this hot name that, you know, everybody's kind of talking about it, to – just getting cut. It's on the hot seat. It's crazy, yeah. Cut. Uh, back to the SEC. Arkansas at South Carolina. This was just a strange game. I, yeah. I mean, we, we talked about how strange this was coming yeah. in. This wasn't a surprise. I was not that confident with my pick. Um,
2: I think what I said was Arkansas is a shittier team than South Carolina.
3: Yeah, I mean, South Carolina, what was it, like three defensive touchdowns or something? Yeah. Like, just crazy. Um. I mean, Brett Bielema... Maybe this, this is just a hot seat episode. <laughs> yeah, it is. Actually, well, we're going to get into that in a little yeah. bit.
2: So uh, moving on, Utah State, my Aggies.
3: What happened? Yeah, I know. I mean, I was really surprised. It's kind of shocked when you picked against Colorado State because I know that's kind of your bandwagon team. I know it is, but I, I, I got
2: a ride or die with my Aggies. And um, I thought they had a chance. I mean, I picked them, yes, because it's my team. But I you know, deep down I was like, I think they got a chance
3: in this game. You picked them strictly by recency bias of their winner of BYU, I think. No.
2: No. It's my team. Because you watched them play Utah on Utah State Aggies. That's that's You my watched team. them
3: play on like a Friday night against BYU and you saw that they beat them.
2: No, but I know how shitty BYU is, and I've been hyping up Colorado State for a long time. So I I strictly picked them, one because it's my team, but two because I really did think they had a chance. So I was wrong.
3: You're definitely wrong. I
2: was wrong. Shame.
3: Yep. Twenty-seven, fourteen moves. Colorado State to four and two. Uh, got an easy game against Nevada. I'm gonna say it's easy, but you never know.
2: Yeah, they're they're a very competitive team. They're probably not gonna win the conference.
3: Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on. Louisiana Lafayette or the University of Louisiana. Yep. Don't at, ever say Lafayette. At Idaho. Uh, I went with the Idaho Vandals. The and Idaho Moscow Vandals. Yeah, I was unfortunately incorrect on my pick. That was a dumb pick, dumb, dumb, dumb. Yeah. Well, hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. Um, it was only a five point loss, so not not the worst pick. Um, just at home,
2: you can't you can't do that. Well, the Raging Cajuns brought the brought the heat up to uh, Moscow.
3: Yeah. The cold of Moscow. I just met a guy actually at the conference from Hugo's Idaho. Ew. I've never met him, but yeah, from Idaho. I didn't know that those people exist. It was pretty wild. Does he smell like potatoes? Um... Does he look like a potato? Yeah, he kinda looked- he looked more like a potato than he smelled like one. Does he come from potato money? Uh, no, he's from Chicago.
2: Oh. And he goes to Idaho? Yeah, I know. You know what's weird actually? Not to get way off topic, but my old roommate from Chicago said a lot of people from Chicago go to Idaho.
1: Hmm.
0: When you want an easy way to feel like a chef in your own home, try Blue Apron's 2 and 4 serving menu plans. so you're always cooking something new and enjoying fresh seasonal ingredients. Choose from an ever-changing mix of premium recipes, chef favorites, family-friendly options, WW Recommended, and more. Get $130 off across your first six orders, plus your first order ships free when you visit blueapron.com slash blueculinary. Yeah,
2: very strange weird i don't know why um i that yeah
3: that's it all right moving on you said the same thing actually yeah weird okay anyway fau at old dominion we both went fau i thought you went old dominion no i've got it written down right here oh, as son FAU. of a bitch i swear you went Old Dominion. well no i can uh i can actually go back and like we're gonna go back and like listen to the last it, episode yeah. that's what we're gonna have to do because i'm pretty sure he went old i would dominion. not pick against lane kiffin mm-hmm okay uh, but yeah, we we're both correct on that one. Georgia State at Coastal Carolina. Uh, I'm pretty sure you've talked about how how bad of a team Georgia State is. Yes, I did. Like the worst team in the country, and then you still picked them, and you were right. <laughs> so how it wasn't? Yeah, I wasn't quite sure about.
2: Well, a few weeks ago, I said I was still determining who was worse, Georgia State or Georgia Southern, and I fully have uh, backed Georgia Southern now as the worst team, as okay. one of the worst teams. Georgia State's off my hot There's seat. There's a
3: few teams that have an argument. Yep. Um, Georgia State, yeah, went to Coast Carolina and got the 27-21 win. Uh,
2: moving on to my team, mm-hmm. H-Town, Screwston Cougars, Cougars uh, beat the shit out of SMU. Not even close. Yeah, so the defense kind of
3: prevailed in on that one.
2: So it wasn't that bad, actually. I'm over no. that. No,
3: yeah, 35-22.
2: But, no, yeah, Houston uh, looked a lot better than I thought they would, so I'm happy with that. Yeah, I
3: mean, that Texas Tech loss does not look nearly as bad as it as it did at the time. I, w- I was just upset, because I think we should have beat Texas three Tech. Three-point loss, and Texas Tech is looking like, a, like a, a pretty good team in the Big 12. I mean, they're ranked right right now, right? I don't know. They should be. I say, if they're not ranked, they're right outside. They only that. have one loss. If they're not ranked. They only have one loss to Oklahoma State. They should absolutely be yeah. ranked. And then they just whooped Kansas. Because
2: they're talking about Houston being ranked.
3: Yeah, so I'm, I'm fairly certain that Texas yeah. has ranked. So one loss to a ranked team, um, and it was a close loss at that. Yeah, Houston's still in a good position. They're in a position to win the conference, mm-hmm. which I
2: know, like, I don't know. Going into this year, I was so uncertain about them. But now I'm like, that was a big win against SMU. And that sounds stupid as shit to say out loud because any year before this one, and I, if somebody would have been like, oh, man, that's going to be a big game Against SMU, I would laugh in their face, but uh, this was a huge win for them because SMU looks like one of the better teams in the conference, and they needed this win, especially the to seek revenge from the embarrassment last year Mm -hmm. in Dallas, that hoity-toity campus they have.
3: Yeah, so Houston's definitely gonna have to go through ECU to to win this conference. Uh, They have them go through
2: ECU. They have them in three weeks. (laughs) They'll
3: run through ECU. It'll be interesting to to see that matchup. Yep. Um, all right. Moving on. Uh, Kansas State at Texas, uh, another good game. This was had quite a bit of Big Twelve implications, and uh, I guess I should should have led off with I got this right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> High scoring game. Whatever. That was so close. Uh, Thirty. To, yeah. Yeah. Thirty-four to forty. Um, but University of Texas, is it time to 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 wonder if Texas is back? No,
2: it's not. They barely snuck by in double overtime against Kansas State. It is not time. Yeah, well, you're saying Kansas
3: State, like, they're some garbage team.
2: They're a mediocre Big 12 team. I mean, they kept it close. Do you want me to name teams better than them right now in the Big 12? Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, TCU, West Virginia, Texas Tech. There's five teams right there better.
1: Dylan, Dylon, 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 and Dylon, because I spit
3: hot five.
2: Yeah, that's five teams right there better than them. Texas, so no.
3: Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the Big 12 is actually like very secretly good. Not secretly, but a lot better than they are supposed to be. The Big 12 right now is the best conference
2: in the entire country that will not be in the playoffs.
3: Yeah, it's kind of weird.
2: Which makes me so happy. I think it's hilarious, because just a couple episodes ago, I was saying... How I'd be pissed if Oklahoma got in the playoffs, or mm-hmm. if that was the Big Twelve team to get in the playoffs. Yeah,
3: I think TCU still got a shot.
2: They do still have a shot, but they're not ranked right now in the top four.
3: No, so. but I mean, that's a, there's a lot that could change.
2: Right, no, they definitely still have a shot, but, but right now they're not sitting out a playoff spot.
3: The Big Twelve will definitely occupy a lot of the upper echelon bowls.
2: Yes, absolutely. They're going to take up a lot of bowls, a lot of bowls, especially if they don't get a team in the playoffs. Can you imagine how many bowls? They're gonna have like, yeah that's maybe a not lot the, of the,
3: maybe not the the BCS I guess like Oklahoma and Oklahoma State and TCU would have a chance to take some of those BCS or not the BCS but the um, New, New Year's Bulls. Six bowls yeah
2: if they had three New Year's Six
3: bowls um, that'd be insane I mean, they could if they're not in the playoffs right that would be insane but then you've got, you've got other teams like Texas Tech and West Virginia and Texas Kansas State and Kansas State that will take some of the bigger bowls too right
2: yeah the
3: only teams outside it are. Baylor, Kansas. You know,
2: Iowa State will be in a bowl game. Iowa State, you they'll be bowl. They'll game. be in a bowl game.
3: I mean it's a small conference, so it's impressive that they're doing that all those teams are doing well. Yeah,
2: and also I just want to throw out how stupid they are to have a championship game. You think that's stupid? That's so stupid. Because what if T C U beats Oklahoma, okay? TCU's undefeated. Oklahoma has two losses. And then they play each other in the conference championship, and Oklahoma wins. Mm-hmm. Now they're definitely not going to the playoffs.
3: Okay, but the reason they've been held out of the playoffs three to four years... Is because they lack that days. last game. Yeah.
2: But if that last game results in a loss for their best team, they're out of the playoffs. So it's kind of like backfiring against them. Yeah, I think uh, I think if you're going to have a championship game, that's great. It's for two teams that haven't got to play each other yet. It just doesn't make sense to make a team play each other again.
3: Yeah, that's probably a good point.
2: That Like, why are you even doing that? They already played once. That's it. Don't make them play again. Add two teams and have a fucking championship game like every other normal
3: conference. I guess, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, that's just your roundabout way of saying that Houston needs to be in the Big 12.
2: Honestly, at this point, even if they don't add Houston and they added two other teams, well, I think it'd be stupid, but I would be like, but at least they added two teams. Like, they needed to just do that. Just
3: get out of the way. Colorado State looks like a team. Mm -hmm. that they could add. All right, let's uh, run through these last four games. Uh, Out west, Washington State at Oregon. This is another one that kind of surprised me, the spread, Um, especially considering the circumstances with Oregon losing its quarterback Mm -hmm. and running back. Uh, Yeah, Washington State kind of rolled through them easily. (laughs) Easily. It was bad. Looking like a really good team. Um, You both got that right. Uh, Moving on, Arizona at Colorado. You're... This was, I mean, this is a surprise to me, except I want to say this is the first time I picked Colorado, and I was pretty confident <laughs> in this. But yeah, yeah, Arizona, um, Khalil Tate, the the quarterback, set a, I want to say it's a Russian record for quarterbacks, over 300 rushing yards, uh, over that daunted uh, Colorado Buffaloes defense that you've been <laughs> bragging about. All right. I, I it seems like every worse <laughs> every every week they just look worse and worse. Yeah, I don't
2: know what to say anymore. Um, Arizona is not a good team, so no, I, I mean, don't know what's happening. They're not a good team. And I can confidently say that because Houston beat them in Arizona right after a hurricane.
3: Yeah, but let's pump the brakes on Arizona not being a good team because looking at their resume, yeah, they lost to Houston by three points, though. And Houston's a good yeah, team. Yeah,
2: but they had a lot of last-second...
3: I mean, we were beating them, like, the whole game. It was 16-19. Like, garbage-time points isn't going to do that much in the such a low-scoring game. Uh, UTEP, I mean, yeah, it's UTEP, but they beat them by, like, 40-something points. Um, So So, that's that's what good teams teams (laughs) will do, though. And then they lost to Colorado by six, and Colorado's historically, you know, a pretty decent team. So Have Have you watched them play, though? Ew.
2: Cause I, Arizona, because I watched the full game against Houston, and maybe it was—I mean, it was their second week. I don't know, but they looked so sloppy. Houston looked sloppy as shit. It was Houston's first game, and they were dealing with a hurricane. Arizona—the only reason I think we won is because how sloppy they looked.
3: Look, I'm not saying Arizona's some national championship team. team but I just think let's not assume that they're like that three or four win team they've been in the past few years.
2: I think they are. I, I mean, think they're
3: more like a five or six win team.
2: Oh, five. Five wins, all right. Sorry, I take back what I said then. Big difference. <laughs> well, sticking in the pack, uh, what about Stanford?
3: Yeah, I mean, they're doing exactly what they've done for the past decade and lose two of the first four games and mm-hmm. then go on to win the rest of them. Uh, close win, but, I mean, a win's a win. Yep. Yeah, 23-20, we both got their right. Uh, like I said, looking like they're going to go back to a 10-2 and <laughs> Season. Probably, yeah, probably. I mean, honestly, no, probably not. They've got Washington State, they've got Washington. Oh, uh, that's Dame true. Still. But still, I mean... oh yeah, those are like three more losses, actually. This doesn't look like the strength of the team that they've, they've been, but it just is kind of funny that this pattern is, is repeating, it seems like. Yeah. Um, last but not least, Hawaii at Nevada. Um, what the hell was that, man? Yeah, I know. I thought this would be an easy... I easy thought Nevada day. was one of the worst teams in the country. Yeah, I mean, I still think they probably are, but... They beat Hawaii, yeah, 35-21. Uh, so good for them. Cause that was their first win.
2: Alright, so that wraps up last week's results. I'm still whooping your ass. What's the total again? One more time for everybody.
3: 7775.
2: Alright, still whooping your ass easily. I will say this week I'm uh I'm throwing out some some wild picks. So this might be your week to come back. Or I'm just gonna start cruising away. Um but sticking with last week's uh, I was going to start kind of maybe a new segment. We'll see if how it goes, but I was thinking like biggest losers of the week.
1: You're a loser. Are you feeling sorry for yourself? Well, you should be because you are dirt. You make me sick, you big baby.
2: So I just kind of have like five biggest losers. I want to start with Georgia Southern. Okay. Uh, they got smoked by Arkansas State. Um, that's Ar- Arkansas State. Uh, the Red Wolves, I think is what they're called. I mean, I don't even know. Um, they still haven't even won a game this year, uh, so so they're definitely it looks like they're tr- starting to lead the charge for the worst team in the country. So keep a lookout for Georgia Southern. Uh, next biggest loser would be Michigan, taking their first loss to Michigan State, a team I did not think would contend for the conference.
3: No, they're they're still not going to contend for the conference, but
2: right so. A team they they definitely should not have lost to, and I know it's a rivalry game, and we said, you know, take that for what it is, but still, that that's just ruins any hopes they had for the playoffs. Any I think any hopes they have for the conference it's just kind of just a loss like
3: that kind of destroys your whole season. Yeah, the only thing they can hope for now is just to ruin someone else's season.
2: Exactly, like Ohio State um, or Penn State. That's true. Uh, probably the biggest loser of the week is Oklahoma.
3: Yeah, I'd say so.
2: Yeah, I mean, they they lost to
3: Iowa State with uh, their starting quarterback out and a linebacker playing quarterback.
2: Yeah, so there's, there's, I mean, there's no excuse at all. I don't know what happened. Um, moving right along though, I follow Oklahoma up with just the Big Twelve in general. As I know, they have a lot of really good teams this year, but they are one of the biggest losers. Just because Oklahoma lost, and now their best shot at a playoff spot is kind of out the window. TCU still has a chance, but like I said, they're not in the top four, they're not in the top five. Like, that's, they got to fight to get a playoff spot now.
3: Yeah, and I think the the size of their conference kind of works against them in this case, because they will all play each other, and there's a chance that they all kind of cannibalize each other. Um, You know, TCU loses to Oklahoma State, or loses to Oklahoma, I mean, they've already beat Oklahoma State, but... They lose to Oklahoma, or they lose to you know, Texas Tech, or they're, they're all going to play each other. The strengths play the strengths,
2: and then they have to play each other again. <laughs> the
3: two best teams
2: have to play each other again with another possible loss. It just doesn't make any sense to me.
3: Yeah. Um, so the best team in the conference losing is definitely makes the the conference as a whole. Yes, yeah,
2: especially a conference like the Big Twelve, like you said, a smaller conference that already has to fight just to keep a spot in the playoff. So my last biggest loser of the week is the SEC. Uh, they currently have as many ranked teams as the American. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw a great tweet by College Football Reddit. It said, um, "Don't let anybody tell you that the SEC is not back this year. They're definitely in the P6." <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, it's. I mean, yeah. Traditionally, the SEC is flexes its muscle because they've got you know eight teams in the top twenty-five. Right. Uh, that's definitely not the case is here with three clear front runners but the middle of the pack definitely is still like they're a lot worse than they usually are a lot worse but there's a whole bunch of six win teams that I think will get to those lower bowls and actually you know surprise people and then they'll look at the end of the season and be like oh the SEC actually went nine and two in bowl season like that's kind of weird
2: yeah that's true like maybe it'll flip
3: the strip this time But,
2: but name their best teams Well,
3: Alabama, Georgia, and Auburn, for sure. Okay. Those are three of the top uh, ten teams teams in the country.
2: Yeah, they're good teams. Okay, now name the other best teams. That's where it gets interesting because
3: (laughs) you could say that Florida was the fourth best team last week. Right, and then they just lost to one of the worst. Uh, And then after that, you could say Texas A&M is probably now the fourth best team. Mississippi State? Mississippi State, Texas A&M, Kentucky before. Right. It's just kind of – every team has – a leg up on another team
2: well it doesn't help the conference when Tennessee and LSU and you know some of these good traditionally good schools are just dog shit this year
3: yeah and then where do you put South Carolina because they just beat Arkansas where do you put Missouri and or Arkansas. Ole Miss well I mean <laughs> Missouri and Ole Miss bottom. are clearly at the bottom <laughs> um, but even a team like Ole Miss like they've got still enough talent on offense where they could if you know things click they could still upset one of these teams yeah and, I mean, if things go right on defense, like, it just, they still got, you know, five stars across the entire board on offense. You the, just never know.
2: The SEC is starting to look more like what the Big Ten usually is. Pretty, pretty top-heavy with, like, three or four really, really good programs, and then the rest of the conference kind of beating each other up.
3: Yeah, and then two teams that are garbage.
2: Right, where usually the SEC is just really thick throughout. Really good teams. So, yeah, the SEC –
3: Going uh, going steadily down. I'd still say that the best conference outside of the Big Twelve might be the Big Ten. I don't know. I mean, Big 10's... Wisconsin Big 10's w- is top heavy though.
2: Wisconsin, Ohio State, Penn State.
3: Even with that loss, Michigan still okay. But a- Rutgers, Illinois, Nebraska's having a down year. Northwestern's garbage. Purdue's New- looking pretty good. Yeah, I know, but you can you can pick out your three or four bad. Okay, teams what in about the ACC? ACC, I'll look through that conference as well. I
2: can tell you right now, they got.
0: When you want an easy way to feel like a chef in your own home, try Blue Apron's 2 and 4 serving menu plans. so you're always cooking something new and enjoying fresh seasonal ingredients. Choose from an ever-changing mix of premium recipes, chef favorites, family-friendly options, WW Recommended, and more. Get $130 off across your first six orders, plus your first order ships free when you visit blueapron.com slash Culinary.
2: Clemson? They got Miami,
3: NC look, State's looking good. I'm looking at the bottom of the conferences though. Okay, UNC. That was our I get pit. it. Pitt. Yeah, Syracuse is not good. <laughs> exactly. Um, so like, we Boston College, we can play that game with any conference. Right. And if you plan it in that logic, then the SEC wouldn't have as many down there. Okay. Then can we
2: agree that the Pac is still the worst? Overall, they have Washington. They have Washington State than like USC yeah, maybe maybe Stanford but they have so many shitty schools Arizona Arizona State I don't care what you say Arizona Arizona State Colorado Colorado maybe Oregon Oregon State State, one of the worst P5 schools maybe the worst P5 school in the country right now probably Kansas okay that's true I keep forgetting that Kansas is a P5 school
3: it's weird because the two worst might be in the Big 12
2: Baylor and Kansas
3: but all the other Big 12 schools are just so much better
2: yeah the Big 12 is looking more like what the SEC usually looks like A lot of really good ranked teams.
3: All right. Uh, Is that it for the losers?
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's it for the losers. Uh, Also, I wanted to just do... like I said in the last episode we would keep everybody updated with coaches and coaching hot seat. Last week we lost UTEP's head coach. We talked about that a little bit. Guess what? This week, another loss. Oregon State. We were just discussing this. Maybe the worst... P five school, uh, contending, you know, with schools like Kansas and Baylor, just a really, really bad school. Not, they don't look like they have anything going for them. So to make things even better, their head coach Gary Anderson decided to leave. Not, not like get fired or anything, or like just leave. He just left. He sent a bunch of texts to a local sports journalist. Just talking about how pissed off he was with the program and left. Left about 12, 12 and a half million dollars on the table. Just said, fuck it. I don't even want the money. I just want away from
3: this program. I don't believe that. I know that's a story, but no one leaves 12 million dollars on the table. Like, no matter how unhappy you are, you're, you're just going to stick it out. Like, well, then what do you think would happen? I'm thinking that he's hiding something, kind of like what Hugh Freeze did. Maybe not that to that severe. There's no but, way he's hiding anything because they're so bad. So even if he was cheating, okay, it's not but, like they. <laughs> even but just get fired. Like do something where you get fired and then you take all that money, unless like it, it you know puts you out of that, that money that you're owed. But like, but he was. He text- literally this, just walked away. But he from was texting 12-9. this
2: reporter like weeks ago, like he was. He texted this reporter after like every game, and last week he was sending him like, if we lose one more, I'm just like leaving. I don't care, I'm old school, I'm going to be a bigger man, I don't care about the money, I can't be part of this. So he was talking about this like a week ago. Okay. This, was like, this still, wasn't like a last second thing. He's been like thinking about it and from what all the other like coaches have to say about him, he's like a really good guy and like
3: has high morals. And he's like, such a good guy that he had that much money as his buyout. Is that what, that wasn't, that wasn't his idea? All that money? If he was actually that good of a guy, he wouldn't have taken it for less money on his contract. Well, he didn't take any money. He left. I'm saying his contract was that big of, of you know, money for, for, for a reason. Well, if he was yeah, because of a guy who would have taken, no, he would have taken, you know, five hundred thousand instead of a few million.
2: Well, I think it's because they thought he was a really good coach. Okay, I don't, I don't think taking money makes you a bad guy. I think that was his worth, and so that's what he accepted.
3: And I'm just I think not buying he, it. I think he no, realized no human there's no amount of unhappiness that 12 million dollars doesn't solve. I think he realized that Oregon state
2: you like you can't fix them. There's no fixing Oregon state. There's clearly some, you know, systematic problems there. One their in-state rival happens to be the University of Nike.
3: Yeah.
2: Like how do you recruit against that? So, I get it that, you know, it's difficult, but I don't know. You should be able to win there. Should you? Yeah, why not?
3: <laughs> why should you? Huh? I don't know. I just... Why why can't you? Look what, col- look what Oregon had to do.
2: Look what Colorado State's doing this year. They, you know, they're beating big schools, and they have to compete against a way bigger program, Colorado.
3: Colorado. I mean, I don't know. I I don't see anything that would make it a winnable program. I'm sure it can be.
2: You just got to do something different. I think you can't coach traditional. You know, coach an option. Be a Georgia Tech.
3: Yeah, no, I heard uh, Bill Connolly and Stephen Godfrey talking about that. I don't, I'm not sure if I agree with that. I feel like more schools would be going towards that if they actually believed it to be true.
2: Were they talking about who sh- uh, should replace him as a coach? Yeah. Who?
3: Well, they said uh, Paul Johnson, or maybe they, they were just saying a Paul Johnson-like coach.
2: Well, I was thinking, like, Navy.
3: Yeah, I just I don't know if he would want to – I don't know why you'd want to leave Navy to go to um, –
2: Oregon State, State. yeah.
3: Anyway. The appeal there.
2: Yeah, anyway, just keeping everybody up to date on coaches' Hot Seats. That's uh, two coaches down this season, um, two that we really weren't talking about very much. I don't think they were in our top five, like, preseason discussion. So, there you go. Also, discussing coaches, uh, Chris Peterson at Washington had, I don't think it was really negative, didn't have much... It wasn't that bad what he had to say about ESPN, but he was just saying, you know, it's tough when we have to play such late games over here on the West Coast. Um, It's tough to get fans to watch it. Uh, I think that's a reasonable thing to say. I don't think he was necessarily attacking ESPN. Well, ESPN felt attacked, apparently. Pretty much went off and just said, you should thank us for even playing you. So I think ESPN's starting to think that they just control everything.
3: Yeah, no, I mean, I don't think it was a good look for ESPN, but I think people kind of overreacting to the whole Herb Street reaction. He's basically saying you should thank us that you're always on these nationally televised games because they play these late-night games when no one else is playing. Washington's always going to get the, the ESPN game. Now, well, I why see, should they thank them? They're such a good team. Anybody would want to pick them up. I don't understand why they need to thank ESPN for that. No, because they're going to have to compete against Alabama. They're going to have to pe- compete against the rest of the top 25. You're not always going to get that ESPN slot. You're not always going to be on... National TV, especially when you're playing teams like Oregon State, you know. You I don't think that's the, what he's
2: saying. I think he was just saying we play so late that it's tough. You know, just to, the, I mean, that's just
3: time zones, like right. I don't East think Coast he was, but Valley. I don't think
2: he was like necessarily attacking ESPN for that. I think he was just saying like, you know, it, it kind of sucks being way out here.
3: Uh, I mean, Chris Peterson's got a history of of not being friendly with the media, right? He's that's not a big style. fan of the that's media. his style, right? But but I don't think Kirk Herbstreit was was wrong. I think ESPN doing the like, cupcake. Well, I think that's oh kind of funny. Oh my god. I, I think that's so there's a over rea- there's a reaction and then there's the reaction to the reaction. The ESPN was the reaction and now everybody's freaking out about the re- uh, the ESPN's reaction t- to uh. Well,
2: also here's what I think. I think ESPN has lost the sense of they are just there for our pleasure, right? So if people want to watch Washington, Washington's going to be on. If it's not ESPN, it's going to be on something, right? So it's like his comment to me made it seem like you're you're welcome that we even put you on.
3: So well, they're getting way more views than they would if if they chose to do something else. I mean,
2: but I'm just saying, like ESPN doesn't control what goes on; it's what we want to watch. And I feel like you know, you can say what you want about ESPN of late, but uh, they've just been irritating a lot of people. And I think ESPN has that kind of mentality about themselves that they run the sports world. And I think they need to kind of, you know, just start to realize, like, they don't control everything. Maybe just be a little bit more uh, aware of what your fans I mean, want.
3: I mean, they still have a pretty good hold on college football. Just Right. I mean, you just look at the list of the games that I've got, and it's, you know, at least like 60% on ESPN. Right, and then right. The remainder's split up between CBS and, and, um, and then Fox.
2: Well, I think it's just because I'm hoping eventually that somebody just takes over and pushes out ESPN because I'm just sick of them. So, yeah, there's that. Uh, All right. So, uh, let's move on to our conference allegiance. All right. Yeah, so we'll start with the recap. um, And then our last two conferences are this episode. And we're going to pick SEC and we are going to pick Sunbelt. But yeah, we'll start with our teams. Uh, you want to start off today?
3: Let's go. Uh, start with the ACC. I'm just gonna go alphabetical. Oh my god! Alphabetical by conference. Nerd. My North Carolina State Wolfpack. Uh, we already discussed this. Beat Louisville, thirty-nine to twenty-five, to put them at a record of five and one as they head to Pittsburgh this weekend, onto the American Conference. Tulsa Golden Hurricane, as we've previously discussed, lost sixty-two to twenty-eight. So bad. at Tulane. Puts them at 1-5 on the year, and they are heading to... Actually, they're playing Houston at home this weekend. You, yeah. uh, Big 12, Oklahoma State Cowboys. They had a bye week. Yeah, they were off this week. But they are playing Baylor at home um, <laughs> nice. with a record of 4-1. Keep Baylor, that uh,
2: Keep that uh, tradition of beating
3: the shit out of Baylor. Go yeah, on. Baylor's still 0-5. Hell yes, let's keep that alive. Penn State, Nittany Lions, my Big Ten team. They are, they just beat Northwestern. They traveled Northwestern, beat them 31-7. to And that puts them at 6-0 on the year as they head into bye week uh, before traveling to Michigan. Oh. Actually, at home. Never mind. Um, Conference USA, Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. They traveled to UTEP and skated out a one-point victory. Wow, UTEP's 0-6 now. Yeah, I know. I was going to talk, that's my team. So I'll talk about that too. Yep, yeah, um so that puts them at 3 and 2 on the year as they are about to play UNC Charlotte. All right. Um Easy Mac that. Central Michigan they beat uh University of Ohio 27 26 uh, 23. Um traveling. What I, I keep saying traveling every time but every single every single game's at home. Also, I think it's Ohio University. Yes, yeah, so I said Ohio University. You said University of Ohio. No, you just added that. Uh, Central Michigan puts them at 3 and 3 on the year. And they're playing Toledo this week. Uh, Mountain West Conference, University of New Mexico, New Mexico University. They were on a bye week this this past week, um, but they are 3-2, and two, and they are heading to Fresno State. And then on to the Pac-12, the Arizona State Sun Devils. They were also on a bye week, and they are 2-3. and three Still bad. Playing Washington at home. <laughs> yeah.
2: All right, that's uh, Jay's Recaps. I'm going to go through geographically because I'm not a uh, nerd. So we'll start with my pack team, Washington, uh, beat the shit out of Cal, looking for their playoff spot and uh, the conference championship. Utah State over in the Ma- uh, Mountain West Conference. They lost to Conference Powerhouse Colorado State. They're now sitting at 3-3, three and three. moving over to the Big 12, Iowa State. Was a huge win over OU. And uh, destroyed pretty much any hope that the conference has for a playoff spot now. So good job, Iowa State. I love my Cyclones. They do what they got to do. The American, Houston, my boys, they put a whooping on SMU. uh, Got that revenge for the ugly mishap that Herman left last year. On to the Big Ten. Purdue uh, beat the shit out of Minnesota. So they're sitting at three and two, and a competitive Big Ten team. I don't care what you say. The Conference USA, UTEP, which really isn't like geographically accurate anymore. I think I went back. Anyway, UTEP uh, had they almost won a game. I just want to throw that out there. They almost won a game. They don't really have a, a coach right now, so that's pretty cool. Jay mentioned it earlier. They lost by one point to Western Kentucky. So you know they'll get a coach soon. They'll start. They'll start winning. Northern Illinois over in the MAC they beat this shit out of Kent State they're now three and two and the ACC Wake Forest lost to the best team in the country Clemson now they're sitting at a respectable four and two record so uh, so those are my teams so you wanna you wanna move on and pick our final
3: finish this up conference allegiance let's do it uh, I have the Sunbelt teams right here I'll go ahead this will be my my team okay. And I got Georgia State. I'm just looking at Jay's
2: computer, making sure he's actually doing this random shit.
3: Yeah. Georgia State. It's the first time I've actually done it.
2: Okay, that makes sense. Um, Georgia State. Well, they're not the worst team in the country. All right. As we determined already. for years? Um, Who are we doing? We're doing Sunbelt. You know what? No. I I have a team. Yeah? Okay. And I know it's going to sound cheesy because they're good now, but I've... Been to this campus, I love it, I'm going App State. I love Boone, North Carolina, I can't can't not pick that.
1: Okie dokie, if you can copy, I live in the western part of North Carolina. Who
2: would I have
3: gotten? Louisiana Monroe.
2: Hmm, yeah, see, I'm a University of Louisiana man, so Mm -hmm. I, I couldn't have accepted that. So App State, there we go. Moving on to the SEC, Jay already has his team where he graduated from. Uh, with that prestigious degree from Mm -hmm. the University of Mississippi, Ole Miss, Black
3: Bears. No, uh, Landsharks. Oh, Landshark Landshark, Black Bears? No, they're not Black Bears anymore. They changed mascots. Are you being serious? Yeah, like last week. Are you being serious? Yeah. What? It's pretty pathetic. Hold on. Update.
2: (laughs) Update alert. Update alert. I honestly did not know this, I think, because Ole Miss is that bad.
3: This year, it was the worst possible time to do it. They're the land sharks now. Well, they're still the rebels. They're they're still the but rebels, the, but the black mascot, bear mascot, right, right, the mascot. It's gonna be. Why the, the land fuck
2: shark. did they choose the black bear, and then I'm go away from it just to go to the land shark, which was also in contingency for that spot originally,
3: and lost the black bear. That's what I'm saying, yeah, they they held a vote. That's another student vote.
2: Why the fuck did they hold another student vote?
3: I don't know. This, <laughs> just stick to it. This is the worst. I mean, this is like the worst time to do this. Ugh. To try and change identity. I mean, they're, they're not changing identities, but...
2: Kind of, though. They put so
3: much money into the Black Bear trying to push that, and now they just, they just lost everything.
2: Well, that was pointless. That kind of makes Black Bear vintage and cool, though. Kind of. Just going to throw that out there. I know, like, no students got anything with black bears no, at Ole Miss because everyone hated it.
3: It was, all, it was just all marketed to the kids to try and uh, grow it through that oh, demographic. Oh. But now those kids are just going to be, like, confused. What the scene.
2: fuck <laughs> am I holding this bear for? Yeah, because wasn't it a Louisiana black bear, too? Technically, like, that type of bear is yeah, a Louisiana so. black bear. So they're the land sharks. Do they still do the land shark thing, by the way?
3: Yeah. They still do that? I mean, this year they're... Probably got one of the worst defenses in the country. Right, so. so not really anymore. No, I mean it's it's definitely a distant memory from that Land defense three years ago when they're actually the number one defense in the country. Right, kind of strange how three years will change it. But wow, that is the dumbest fucking thing I can possibly
2: imagine that they just changed that. Honestly, they should have went with the original student vote, which was a uh,
3: Admiral. Je- Akbar.
2: Yeah, Admiral Akbar. They should have. Yeah. If you're gonna change it, just say fuck it. We suck. We're gonna be funny. We're gonna be the funny school. Go, Akbar.
3: Yeah, they just take themselves seriously. and That's that's the worst part. It's unfortunate.
2: Yeah. Well, have fun with that, uh, Alamater. Um, I'm going to pick my SEC team. I'm going to go with Auburn. Auburn Tigers. Right. And uh, that is because I love the state of Alabama. I can't pick um, University of Alabama just because of Nick Saban, and I don't want to be one of those Yankee hat-wearing douchebags that says Roll Tide so war alright war Dam. we go we go war damn eagle kick them in the butt big blue hey okay so that is our conference allegiance and let's just uh, wrap this up with uh our next week's picks this weekend's not next week's
3: this week's so this will be the first time that I don't know
2: your picks yeah that's true so I could be lying when I read it off so I'm gonna type these into my spreadsheet
3: as you tell them to me damn it
2: Okay, so let's start off. We have TCU at Kansas State,
3: mm-hmm. right? I'm going TCU. I'm also going TCU. Yeah,
2: it's kind of crazy not to pick TCU at this point. So Yeah,
3: I mean, they haven't done anything to prove exactly. that I would pick against them. Right, and Kansas State really hasn't done anything to prove that I should pick them. At first, TCU, I thought their defense was the one driving them, but honestly, at this point, their offense is so legit. Kenny Trill is legit. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, okay, we're both going TCU
2: on that one. Next one is Michigan at Indiana. Same thing. Mm -hmm. Why would I pick Indiana?
3: Michigan. Yeah, no, I mean, Indiana's defense is legit, but we saw them play Ohio State week one. Um, We see what they do against top-level talent. Right. I have 0.0 faith in Michigan's offense, but I have enough faith that they'll score points. Yeah, Indiana throws the ball. They have that one really, really good wide receiver. And Michigan's defense... I mean, they lost, but I still think their defense is like top three, top five in the country. I
2: mean, if you remember that week-win game against Ohio State, all Ohio State had to do in the second half was double-team that wide receiver. Yeah. And they just shut down. Their, completely shut down their offense. Yeah, exactly. So I'm thinking is going to be able to figure that uh, offense out. Uh, yeah, I think I
3: might put some money on this one.
2: Nice. Okay. Uh, Texas Tech at West Virginia. I want to hear what you got for this one. I'm going Texas Tech. God damn it! Yeah. God damn it! All this right, is, we're we've both got, going tech. We've got a
3: few very high-scoring games, and I think this is going to be one of them. Shit, okay. All, all right, right, well... This is going to be like a like a 45-52 game or something.
2: I felt like you were going to go West Virginia.
3: I mean, I went back and forth. I just... Um, I saw that, and I was like,
2: oh, he's picking West Virginia. I'm going Tech all in. Because Tech's... Uh, you know, Tech uh, could be an upset Big 12 team this year. I know they lost to Oklahoma State already, but it's Oklahoma State. I'm not saying Tech is going to be the best team in the conference. They, they could be a good upset team, though. God, what if you pick all same games? Seriously. No, this is where we vary. Florida State at Duke. I'm going Florida State. Yeah, hey, I'm going Duke. Awesome. I, I knew you were going to pick Florida State. You
3: stupid, stupid idiot. I think they looked, they looked good against Miami. And they, said, I know it's a rivalry game, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I still think their defense is that's very what talented. going <laughs> to and, and I just... I was not impressed with Duke last week. I wasn't either.
2: And... This one I kind of picked just as like a, I know you're gonna pick Florida State, so if Duke wins, that'd be sweet for me, and also I just like seeing Florida State lose, like I, I'm enjoying this, so I, I just hope that continues. So, I'm picking Duke just in hopes of that. Uh, next is Rutgers at Illinois.
3: This is one of the harder games I've had to pick. Right. This is because
2: they're both so bad, terrible. They're uh-huh. both like the worst teams in their conference, I think.
3: Yeah, I am going. Right. Or I'm going to Illinois. Okay. I'm going to Illinois, also. So... I'm actually... No, I'm looking at it. I mean, I've already locked in picks pick, so I can't... But, like, back, Rutgers, but yeah. I'm actually thinking about Rutgers. Rutgers. No,
2: nah, than... Rutgers is so bad. I don't think they could... Anyway, uh, Eastern Michigan at Army.
3: Yeah, this is a pretty easy one. I, I went Army here.
2: Yeah, same. I, it wasn't that easy. I mean, Eastern Michigan is decent. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's what we got to say about that. South
3: Carolina at Tennessee. I doesn't matter how many games I see South Carolina win. I'm not confident in them. I'm going Tennessee. Really? Yeah. South Carolina.
2: There's no way that I – it's Tennessee. They're so bad this year. Um, no, I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be the game that, like, maybe they don't fire Butch Jones over, but if they lose this one, they're just like, okay, we're finding another coach.
3: I've still got faith in, in, in Tennessee's pass rush uh, and John Kelly, and that's that's all I need. Okay. Uh, Auburn at LSU. Come Auburn. on, yeah, Auburn. That's sure. yeah. Let's let's be. Real. Why is that even on here? Honestly, that's I mean, I just I wanted to put it on just in case you you feeling inclined.
2: Why would I do
3: that? I mean, it's it's a seven point spread or less. That's why I put it on. Yeah, that's just wild. To it's me. just this is something that Vegas sees. All right. right, you can either look like a genius and pick LSU here and then they win, or just like the blind biggest faith idiot when they win, when they lose four five because
2: nobody picks LSU and is a genius about it. It's blind faith at that point because like, who is looking at this and is like I've mathematically figured out if that you, if will. you like
3: broke down the film from the LSU Florida game and you're like oh I see something like you saw something there their yeah, like smarter had, people than us The like, defense is still good like people on Reddit well, essentially their their defense got torn apart by <laughs> Mississippi State and they kind of run the same offense as Auburn so doesn't look too good no it's like, there's no way it's, Auburn's like a superior Mississippi State and you saw it Mississippi State but did. also
2: I would have said there's no way Iowa State took
3: Oklahoma. I mean, so, but 99 times out of 100, that actually doesn't happen. Right. So, I'm not going to say no way. I'm not going to say no way anymore. Um,
2: Georgia Tech at Miami. What you got?
3: Buddy? Yeah, I just I, I, just think Miami's a really good team. I think, I
2: think they are too. I'm going – I told you this week I'm going a little crazy. Georgia Tech. Okay. I'm going with a lot of these, like, wild upsets, but they're possible upsets. They're not, like, crazy. No, Georgia Tech's – I mean, they're a top good. 25
3: team for sure. Yeah.
2: So – you know, one of those teams. So I'm, I'm going with the Ramblin' Wreck upset. Uh, Oklahoma. River,
3: River, it, well, yeah. it's
2: not really at Texas. It's in Dallas. But um, who you got?
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm just. I, this isn't much That's of a week it. for upsets for me. I'm, I'm just going to Oklahoma.
2: Yeah, I am too. There's no. Well, you know me. I'm not going to pick Texas ever. I don't care. Even if they're undefeated,
3: I wouldn't pick them. Every year they lose a game they're not supposed to, but they never lose twice. I don't think.
2: That's the thing. Um... I don't think. I think Oklahoma losing last weekend is the worst thing that could have happened to Texas for two reasons. One, it kind of even if Texas wins, it's just like okay, well, yeah, they just lost to Iowa State. Clearly, something's wrong with that Mm -hmm. team. And two, Oklahoma is going to be pissed. They're They're like, we're not losing a game. They already
3: had motivation because of the loss last year, right?
2: But even more so now, they're like, no, we need to go back and regain that we're the one of the best teams in the country. Because even if they only have one loss.
3: They still have a chance in the playoffs. This will not... be, this will be a statement game for Baker Mayfield.
2: Right. And Lincoln Riley versus Tom Herman. That's a yeah. sweet matchup. That is cool, yeah. I'm I've been kind of excited about that matchup. Just cheering I hard. Could, yeah, for I can see
3: Oklahoma up like two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. They're so it. Like they're not they're not going to
2: No. No, they're not letting up. Mm-hmm. Um I know rivalry games, like I said, I don't like to bet on them or have to pick them, but I just For those two reasons, I don't see Oklahoma losing this time. So, all in on OU. Uh, Virginia at North Carolina. Come on. Why is this on here? Why are some of these on here? Well,
3: I think North Carolina's offense is still uh, good and putting up a lot of points. Um, And I think... Well, actually, I I say that after what they did last week. Um, (laughs) Aren't they the... I thought their offense was terrible. No, their offense is what's keeping them in the games is... Let me, let me pull up their, their previous, I guess the last, oh yeah, well, I guess I'm just thinking of the first three weeks when they... I'm pretty sure their
2: offense like is
3: doing really, really bad. The past few weeks, it definitely, now that I'm actually looking at the schedule, <laughs> it's not looked good at all. Yeah. Um, but I think the, Vegas is hoping that this will like bait some people in. Maybe Vegas realizes that Virginia's a little bit overrated because their record's 4-1 and one and they've played some garbage teams.
2: Yeah, but they just beat Duke. He's actually Because they're going to try and
3: bait some betters in to go on Virginia. Like, set the line a little bit in their favor. And then just cash all the money when North Carolina keeps it close. I don't know. Yeah, I'm still going Virginia. Yeah, same. There's no way I'm picking North Carolina. North Carolina is like the
2: worst team in the conference right now. Um, and Virginia's looking competitive. So, okay. We're both not crazy. Northwestern at Maryland. Who you got? Uh, I have Maryland.
3: Yeah, same. This is really... this is. I was kind of going back and forth on this one. Um I don't know. I, I keep picking Maryland. Hopefully it pays off.
2: Yeah. Um Navy at Memphis. This is a tough one.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: This was a really tough one. This might have been the toughest good game. Because the toughest was Rutgers, Illinois, because it's so shitty. But this is a tough good game.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh who do you got? Uh I do not like Navy's defense, but I love their offense this year. Right. As I usually do. So I'm going Navy. Whoa, I'm going Memphis. Okay, cool.
2: Yeah, that's a tough one though. It's such a toss-up. They're both so good. So, uh, all right. We're
3: a little different on that one. Wyoming. Actually, that's that's another one. I think that was the other one that I was looking at, very high scoring. Maybe there's one no, another one coming up too, but yeah, there's going to be some high scoring games on this list.
2: Yeah, uh, the Navy-Memphis should be a really high scoring. Very game. high scoring, yeah. Um, Wyoming at Utah State
3: Uh, I'm going Wyoming
2: I'm going my Aggies Okay cool Yeah See I told you I was going to be A little different this week Um, Georgia State At Monroe Going Monroe Yeah same New Mexico State Georgia Southern New Mexico State Yeah I I just said this earlier Georgia Southern Probably the worst name But last time I said that was Georgia State And they started winning So I don't know Um, MTSU at UAB. I'm going the Blue Raiders. Okay, me too. I I was so tempted to go UAB, but I didn't. So, oh well. Uh, they got like some sick new jerseys.
3: Yeah, I saw those uh, children's hospital ones. Trying
2: to look like Oregon. Yeah. Um, UTSA at UNT.
3: I'm going UTSA. Yeah, same. I'm on that train.
2: Same, but... Man, I was so close to picking UNT because UNT is actually like doing pretty good this year. Yeah. and m um, at Florida. That was, that was a tough one. Just two kind of ugly
3: teams. I think AM is... I mean, I think people are going to get a little too high on them because of the, the performance at, at Alabama. But I do think that they're the better team and they're playing a lot better uh, recently. So I'm going to Aggies here. Um, I still don't think they're a great team. But... It is gonna be kind of weird at the end of the year, based on their schedule, when they're you know, like nine wins. Right. Yeah. Um. um I, and what it could barely even beat Nickel State and like Louisiana Lafayette in the beginning of the year. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, I totally agree. It's gonna be the perfect uh, Aggie thing to do. Perfect someone thing to do to keep his job. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm going College Station Aggies as well. UCLA at Arizona.
3: I'm going. This was this is one that took me a good bit because of last week Arizona's recent. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I'm going UCLA. Okay, same. Th- I, This is definitely one of those that I'm gonna. I don't know what's gonna be the high-scoring game out of this game. The Navy Memphis Navy Memphis and the Texas Texas Tech West Virginia. I'm gonna say Navy Memphis, then Texas Tech West Virginia, then UCLA Arizona. Yeah, I mean, all three the all three those games have. Very high power offenses and very watch them score like a combined like forty two yeah. in, in all the games. Very poor defenses.
2: Um. Okay. So yeah, we both got uh, University of California in Los Angeles, New Mexico at Fresno State. Oh, yeah, God.
3: I'm going to Mexico. I'm going to the entire state of Mexico this week.
2: Okay. Yeah, I'm going New Mexico also. So New Mexico, they're looking good. So not as many differences. They're on the as I up and expected.
3: up. We had four, five. Differences. Only week. five? God five, damn. Five of 20.
2: And you know what a lot of those differences were? Were me picking random fucking upsets. So that was so stupid. <laughs> I said this though going into it. This could be the week that you come back on me. The the later
3: in the season though, we have better ideas about these teams.
2: I picked Georgia Tech and Duke
3: this week. Yeah. God damn it. One of those might pan out.
2: Yeah, one. I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah, so we're getting deeper into the season. We're starting to understand these teams a little bit better. Hopefully, our picks become more accurate. They also become more difficult. So, yeah. I'm a big transitive property guy, so I'm always looking at who they played and how they did in that.
3: I mean, if you just... If you're basing it all on transitive property, it's going to be getting very, very difficult for you. Exactly. Because there's still going to be, like, one team. The only <laughs> undefeated teams are the ones <laughs> The that you can... only
2: ones that win. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. That's... uh. you have anything else?
3: I think that's it for me.
2: Okay, so this was our one and only live from austin episode hope everybody enjoyed it super eventful we have the extremely tired engineer nerd jay over here just kind of bringing down the whole mood and the whole atmosphere of the thing it's only nine o'clock here so i don't i don't know why he's being such a baby but yeah so that was the one and only time you get to hear us both in one room and not over skype all right, yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> all right, so we're going to close this out with another little uh, jingle that I've created. Like I said, I'm going to start creating um, songs for the outro, and uh, we'll stick with that intro song that I put in there. Pretty much all themed around techno music and uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, or Dubstep, or House, or whatever they call it now. All right, so that was it. Uh, see you later. Peace.
1: They took you night, man, and you don't belong to them. They left me in a world of darkness without your sexy hands and I miss you, Nightman. So bad. (laughs) Hello, come right in.
3: (music) I'm living in a world world of world of darkness.
2: going on up here.
1: Up here. Yeah. I never know I never
2: man no man. Nice, we'll get that. Fighter of the night man. Champion of the sun the sun Yeah, I like that.